Dub Doe. Welcome to the Free Game Producer Podcast. My name is Brian Andre. We here in the Bandwidth Studios, you know what I'm saying, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, sir. We got the super producer, the multi-platinum producer, the big homie Will Power in the building. What up, homie? <laughs> what up, man? What it do? What it do? Man, I'm blessed to be here, man. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You been all right? I'm good, man, bro. Everything is blessed. This is uh, the best day of my life. <laughs> hey, man. Any day that we are on this side of the ground, man, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a blessing. It's a good opportunity to go ahead and pursue those dreams, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, we got a great show. Yeah, speaking you know of pursuing saying? dreams, yeah. man, uh, S1, uh, multi-platinum Grammy Award winning, multiple Grammy Award winning producer, yeah. dropped a dope book, um, Pray, Plan, Focus, Execute, man, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a great book, and uh, he gives a lot of good gems on it, man. Yeah, no, it's dope, man. Um, we had a good time talking to him, man. He told me everything I needed to know, man. He put some batteries in my back. You me know too, man. So me too. Let's jump right into it. Let's, let's get, get it, it, man. Yes, sir. Free Game Podcast. Yeah. Free game. What up, though? Welcome to the Free Game Producer Podcast. I'm Brian Andre with the super producer, Will Power. We got a very, very special guest in studio. Yeah. We interviewed him uh, two and a half years ago, episode number 52, so you can go check that out if you want to. (laughs) But we've got a a multiple, I think, three-time Grammy Award winner at the table, multi, 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 multi multi-platinum producer (laughs) with credits. He produced Kanye West's Power, uh, Beyonce, uh, Madonna, uh, Eminem, Gladys Knight, all the way to <laughs> <Come> on, man. <laughs> Go from Gladys Knight to YBN Corday, the baby. Come on, you know man. what I'm saying? So very diverse producer. Yes, he sir. has a new book out. Um, pray, focus, plan, execute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I read the whole thing cover to cover. It's Crazy, a great, man. great book, motivational book. We've got S1 Symbolic One. How you doing, sir? Yeah, yes. yeah, man. I appreciate you guys having me. I'm looking forward to getting into this thing today. Dog, I'm just honored to have you here, <laughs> man, bro. This means a lot to us, man. Uh, you know, you're definitely one of our favorite producers. Wow. We always talk about what you've been doing in the producer community. Uh, you know, we we just enjoy the positivity that you add to the culture. Man, I appreciate that. I mean, man. bro, like you've been <laughs> to the top of the food chain, man. It's like this is a really big deal. Uh, thank you for coming, man. man thank you for I appreciate, you know, making time appreciate for this. you guys having me, man. It means yeah. a lot. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, of course, uh, many of you... Uh, may know S1 story, you know, uh, the big, big break came with a Kanye West's power record. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about all that stuff in, in the past, but um, I'm just curious, what made you want to write this uh, book right now? Um, well, the the book was actually uh, derived from just me. Uh, w- once I aligned my, um, uh, figured out what my true purpose and passion, which is to inspire and encourage, motivate and impact people. It was like, why not use my personal experiences and my story to be able to impact others and inspire others? Because one thing I used to do back on the, uh, you know, during the grind years of my come up, I used to love reading other people's stories. I would mm. buy like the Source magazine, yeah. the Scratch magazine, right. and all these magazines, and I would just do it just to read people's stories. And the common denominator uh, between all the stories I read is that, you know, everyone was no different from I am. They just had an, uh, a situation that came out of nowhere unexpectedly right. and they were prepared for that situation. So that always gave me hope to keep going. So that's, that's really what this book is about. It's just me being able to share my story and in the process of that, being yeah. able to inspire. That's really dope, man. Cause honestly, that's really one of the main takeaways and almost every chapter of the book, the takeaway for me was he was always prepared. Man. Like preparation was everything, preparation. every sense of it. You preparation know? is everything. Yeah. That's, that's key. Yeah. That's so crazy to me. And I, you know, um, I think a lot of people uh, 
you know, there's another topic that I want to talk about where I feel like people miss it when it happens. But for you and 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 just about anything I've ever been successful in, it's only because I was ready for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You yes. know what I mean? So, like, you, you already got your beat stacked up. You already have your mm-hmm. folders, your folders in order. You already have your steps ordered. You know exactly yeah. what it is you and, want. And you don't really realize that in the process of you trying to get to where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. You're just thinking of, man, I hadn't made it there yet. But not knowing that those years of you trying to figure things out and having those failures and rejection and yeah. inse- dealing with insecurities and doubts and all these things, like that's actually preparing you because it's making you grow and it's making you evolve as a person and a producer. Yeah, know? well, I like that. I, what I also noticed too, um, would you say it's mostly family that kind of helped you get like mentally prepared for life? I I had a big support team. Yeah. So that um that was a big part of it. Just me having that support, like starting from my parents. My yeah. parents were always there. Yeah. I could always count on seeing my parents at, you know, whether I was playing little league baseball right. or basketball. And right. that meant a lot. You know, you don't see those things when you're younger, but looking back, it's like, oh, that that means everything because yeah. they're not only supporting, but they're believing in mm. in in my actions and what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, so that 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 carried me a long way. Yeah. And then and then of course, even now from like my wife believing in me enough to oh, be able yeah. to back me up and make some really hard decisions yeah. uh, career-wise that not only affected me, but affected her and my my two boys as well. So, mm. so important. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. And the great thing about this book, a lot of times people, I love to read autobiographies and like memoirs, by mm-hmm. the way, because it's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about your book, you mentioned a lot of the major events, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the, whether it's working, whether it's working with Beyonce or Kanye West or, uh, Madonna, but the cool thing about it is, after every event, you stop and give a reflection. Yes, where you kind of like, here's what happened, but here's what you should take away from it. Yeah, you know? and I yeah. thought that's very important. Yeah. People don't really, really do that. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that was that didn't happen until maybe like seventy percent in writing the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, um, you know, it it was a I had a tough time actually writing the book and getting done with the book because I had to get to a space to where, um, you know, just me and my personality and me being low key. I would have moments of writing and and have these very traumatizing moments of, man, I don't want to put this out there for people to to see and know, you know, it's just something about putting your insecurities, but it was always a thing uh, of, it's not about me. It's about me being able to impact people. And the only way to do that is people have to see you overcome things to get to where you at. Right. You know, so, um, so that, that was really a big part of that, um, in, in, in writing the book and then the reflective moment. Yeah, I was back. Let me get back on the reflective moment. So the reflective moment happened about 70 to 80% in the book. And it was like, okay, once I started to really focus and be like, Oh, this is, this is, this is dope. How can I add more value to the reader? It was like, why don't I just put a a reflective moment in here and just kind of reflect back on that and give my insight and my bird's eye view and actually connect the message to the, um, the message to the story and the experience. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, this is a producer podcast. I want to talk about a little bit of uh, music production uh, from the very beginning because I related to the, uh, there's one part, I'm not going to give it away, but there's certain equipment that you saw in a, in a record store okay. when you first was beginning to, to produce. And I remember being, you know, 18, 19, going to the record store, seeing a certain piece of equipment that, mm-hmm. that I wanted to get. And you talked about, you know, working through that with some of your, some of your, 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 uh, your brothers, um, learning how to produce you know, what was it that kind of uh, made you want to actually get behind? Because uh, you were rapping at first. Yeah, what, I was. I was rapping. What, uh-huh. what made you want to start producing? 
Uh, well, it was the lack there. It was the lack of uh, not having original music for uh, my my group that I was in at the time called Symbolic Elements with my mm. cousin yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Um. So not having original music, I was always like curious of like, man, how are people making beats? Yeah. Like, what is the what right. is the the art behind it and the the steps of of getting yeah. having a creating original music? So I just started kind of dialing into things and um, then coming across like producers like JD and Pete yeah. Rock and realizing yeah. records they were behind and yeah. Yeah. starts researching and seeing what equipment what, they were, equipment using. They were yeah. using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when yeah. I came up with okay, he uses the SP twelve hundred, he yeah. uses the MPC two thousand or three thousand and. And um and that's what kind of led me. But at the at the time too, I knew I didn't have the money to right. be able to buy those. So it's like, right. okay, what can I start with to at least be able to do something like that? Yeah. Right. So it was me, uh, my dad purchased uh, buying this uh, Gemini mixer for me, which had a sampler, a right, six right. second sampler. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> and it was me just taking that and being able to just start to sample things in right. and and overdub using the dual cassette players, yeah. and that's where it actually started. Uh, that's crazy. So okay, let's talk about the small victories, like. You started like started in the nineties, man, and it's what like fifteen years before everything took off. Yeah, about fourteen, fifteen years, something like what, that. What like what drove you to keep going? You know, because that's a lot of space. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yes. I know, I know exactly where you were. You know where you live in that yeah. space too. So it's kind of <laughs> like what what drove you? Um, it was always the the little small successes that gave me um, hope, and it gave me. Uh, a vision of oh this this could actually work yeah. and and what I mean by the small successes for instance like me just jumping in certain things like creating um, my group Strange Fruit Project mm. and uh, you know I actually talk about this in the book too but um, pressing our own album up and then having that moment of okay now what I got these CDs in my living room yep. and you know now what do I do it's like this whole world that I don't know what to do and it's like just figuring it out as you go and and as we started to put things out there, people start to gravitate toward, oh, you know, you get five people like it here, you do a show, you get 100 yeah. people. And it's just a gradual thing. Yeah. And then over years, it's like, okay, now we're touring the U.S. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, so this is, you know, even though it's a, a very, you know, you're not making much money and you're doing these little small venues, but it's, it's. Uh, uh, two years ago, I wasn't even doing this. So right. it's just a little small progressions. Yeah, but even, even with that, you talk about shows, you know, there's a story in the book about your first quote unquote show that nobody showed up. To. Yeah. Right. And, and it's like, <laughs> you know, so how did you even go from something like that? Nobody, so, you know, I don't want to give it away, but basically it was supposed to be a show, but nobody came. Yeah. So you, y'all had to go walk around the city and figure it out. Yeah. But then eventually you start doing these shows. Like, you know, what would give somebody the unction to just say, you know what? Nobody came to my show, but I'm gonna go ahead and keep trying to, that, 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 that's, that's crazy that you asked that it's, so I have a chapter in the book called no failure, no fuel. And that's basically what it was, was those failures actually gave me fuel. I, although I'm not saying that I was never discouraged or disappointed because mm. I, I was, yeah. but it's like, have those moments you, you discouraged, you're disappointed, but the next day it's like, okay, that, that didn't happen. Let's, let's figure this out and get back to it. So every time I was having these moments of like that, nobody coming to the show, it was like be down, but then the next day it's like okay, let's figure this out and yeah. and and see how we can in, improve this situation. Yeah, and just diving back in. And one thing I realized while I was doing that, I was actually becoming smarter because I was trying new things and new approaches. But also I was, um, you know, just evolving yeah. and learning things. And then it was it was it was helping me develop this thick skin that I needed 
because we all know how much rejection we get in the music industry Absolutely. and trying things. Right. Right. So you have to have that or not, you're just going to throw in the towel. So right. it was, it was a lot of uh, growth within those rejections and disappointments. Yeah. Like what about that. the brotherhood too? Because you mentioned, uh, you know, you were in a group of strange fruit project mm-hmm. with two other people, even before then, I think the third, eye, uh, third eye militia militia yeah, guys. And you mentioned how you still real cool with those, yeah. those guys today. So how, and the reason why I ask is because people are listening out here. I think I heard Will Smith say that partnerships and, but linking with people is what makes the difference, you mm-hmm. know. So, could you speak to that a little bit as far as how how that got you through? Oh, that was that was everything, man. And and those guys that I speak of, Third Eye Militia, like they're still my best, literally best friends to this day. Like, wow. speak every day, That's like dope. text groups or calls or whatever. So, uh, but we was. These were the people that I gravitate towards in my city. I was born in Waco, Texas, and that's where I was raised. But back in Waco, we were all like the outcast of of the city because mm. everyone was doing this certain type of music, but we were the ones that were going against the grain. Lyrical, miracle. Yeah, y'all yeah. were spit, <laughs> y'all was spit like Wu-Tang from, from New York or something. Yeah, and people were looking like, man, y'all doing East Coast music. You know, right. y'all, y'all should be doing this type of music. But we were always, we always felt that we should always represent what we loved and and be us right. you know so um so yeah those those were the guys that I grew with and not only that like we always supported each other anything that they needed even to now anything they need they know I they can support I can, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them whatever they need right. and vice versa it, yeah. it's not one-sided relationship yeah. um and yeah man I, I just think just having them and the encouragement from them and uh, us being able to grow and figure things out together was everything. Are you? Have you ever thought about getting back on the mic? Man, <laughs> you know, because I mean, you pretty good. Like, I'm, I'm not saying, even like, lie. man. You know you what? Know? I, I loved it back then, but now I just don't have that type of love. Like yeah. I'll I'll freestyle every time I I create a beat. Like I'm just right, doing right. Patterns. Well, and I imagine I imagine being an MC is also what helps you make beats. Like I, yes. you know, what I'm saying I I'm the same way. It's like. If I can flow to yeah, it, then I know it, exactly. that it makes the most sense. You yeah. know what I'm I think I read a part in the book where you was you was working with common and y'all just start freestyling or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was dope. We I'm just, like, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. Like just putting beats on for him, and then he start freestyling, and then I jump in, and yeah, it was it was definitely a moment. Well, so you also, um, you know, you're also part of what I call the early producer internet era, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, where it was like you. I remember oneself. I remember uh, Illmind. It was like yeah, a group phases. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like it was y'all were doing Jake things one, before. D. Exactly. Yeah. Before it was cool. Way <laughs> before it was cool. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, talk about that because that seems like a brotherhood too. You speak with oh, yeah. those guys. And was oh, and was really dope. Is like a good seven, six or seven of y'all are like really big deals, man. man. You know what I'm saying? And so that's. It's important. Can we yeah, that, talk yeah, about that? Yeah, that was very important, too. Like, um, like I met those guys, like Illmind, Emphasis. I remember when I first came on uh, with the Strange Fruit, uh, Strange Fruit Project. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I met them guys online in the OK Player forums mm. and underground hip-hop and Emphasis yeah. and, and Jake One Vitamin D, all these, all these guys. And, and I just gravitated towards their music, and then we all – and then vice versa, they gravitated towards mine. So we – we created like a we had this little small community, you know, um, uh, called Beat Fanatics. Mm. You know, big up Slot Funk. Yeah, y'all remember Slot Funk? Yeah, Ducks, yeah. Uh, Slot, Slot Funk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So we had this community, oh. man, and we would always just share music with each other. And oh. um, you know, they had a Very they good. had a, a a thing called Beat Society mm-hmm. that they used to do in New York. I remember mm-hmm. that. And uh, I remember Jake 
Jake one and vitamin D day and slop, you know, they all invited me to come do that. And, and I think I was on the stage with vitamin Jake and a guy named Phil Swedenberg, who's, who's a producer as well. Hmm. And um, yeah, I think after that, man, we just really developed a, a, a really dope. We had a really dope connection and the vibe was right. And, and them guys, we all shared a lot of similar interests in the same things. Right. And, and it was great just to see everyone's progression and, yeah. As we're trying to accomplish this, you know, uh, our dreams, things just started to happen for everyone. Mm-hmm. And we was all excited. Like, like when I remember when Jake one started working with uh, the whole G unit crew and I was like, yo, this is crazy. crazy. Or, or even ninth wonder. Right. With the Jay Z situation. Right, 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 right. You know, and I like that. I felt like those were my placements because those were my guys. And yeah. I always, ch- I always like to see people just win. Yeah. You know, no matter who it is yeah. and no matter what space I'm in. Yeah, you know, it's so dope, it was a big man. part of it. That's really dope. I mean, and the success of each one is like, you know, it all started, man, on a forum. Yes, it you know all what I mean. On just the people forum. sharing information and yeah. just like and doing what we love. Yeah, bigging, bigging each other up. That's really dope. Yeah. Yep. Now, fast forward a little bit. We, we talked about you know staying ready, so you, you don't have to get ready. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite parts of the book is when uh you got the call to to from a rhyme fest to go work mm-hmm. with a Kanye, and we talked about it before in the last yes. interview with you, but. In the book, you get more into detail about that experience mm-hmm. being there. And, of course, you can read the book. It's re- real great. But there, there were moments where it was like you were kind of like put on the spot and kind of like had to, had to kind of show up, you know. And I've been with willpower places where he, you know, yeah. where, where he had, so I know it, how it is. How did you like uh, had a confidence and how did you get through those moments where you had to kind of deliver with, you know, Kanye West? Um my my one of my big things, and as you can see, the first word in my book is pray. Yeah. Um. So it was a lot of oh, prayer. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. You can read. That. It was like literally on the flight, first time working with Kanye. I'm on the flight headed to him, and it's like prayer, and always quoting like one of my favorite scriptures is I can do all things through Christ who yep. strengthens Flipping me, and like really standing on that, like okay, I can do I all got things. This. Yeah. <laughs> like like I'm I'm trusting in this, and um and it never failed. Like God would always just um step up and 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 give give me favor over a lot of situations that's dope speaking of favor this is something that producers face uh there are times in the book where you have to kind of have negotiations with kanye and Mm -hmm. things things of that nature and Mm -hmm. we always talk about on the podcast you know when to like push Mm -hmm. when to pull like when it's real delicate sometimes it's very delicate man especially when you don't have the leverage yes you know and so it seems like you have favor on your side like how did you you know, get through those situations where you have to kind of, I guess, stay in your ground for what you feel like you deserve, but not blow an opportunity at the same time. Uh, man, that was one of the toughest times in my life because, or in my career, because I felt like it's kind of like you say, those situations are very delicate. So, um, it got to a point to where I really felt like, okay, am I about to blow this opportunity? You know, I have the, I'm being presented with this opportunity that I've always dreamed of, but because of certain things that I wanted changed, um, you know, am I going to just blow it? And then this just kind of just fades away. And it's like, dang, if I would have just, just jumped in that, mm-hmm. but it, it goes back to, to, to prayer, man, having that prayer. And then within having that prayer, it was always something, um, uh, saying like, okay, just, just be patient, you know, right. just have the patience. And man, that was everything because, uh, you know, you uh, just to just to be uh, very short with it. Like I got that call from Kanye was like, yo, let's just close this deal, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't have to um, 
I didn't have to uh, sacrifice a lot that I was going to have to sacrifice if I would have just went ahead and signed that deal. Yeah. So that was that was that was a big moment yeah. of like, wow, like, yeah. you know, me being patient and standing on God's word. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 was it was amazing. Yeah. But in the meantime, as a producer, you're still working. You you're still, still working. Yeah. You still have to kind of uh put you know put in the work. So absolutely. It, it, I mean, in, in any situation, it's it was never a moment of waiting. For something, it was always working until something happens, right. as opposed to waiting right. until something yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, man. So I got so many questions. I'm trying to uh, <laughs> let's go, man. Myself, this is good. And so, doing <laughs> doing all that, we talked about. I think your wife on the first uh, episode we did with you, I believe. But I know she played a big role in, in all this stuff because if she's not supporting you, you know, if she's not saying, "Hey, jump on the plane, go to Australia, mm-hmm. go," you know, if she, she's not allowing you to do that. So talk about her role in like having your, your back while you're navigating through the industry? Oh, uh, man, her support has been, um, like, beyond words can explain. Uh, like, like my wife was, um, I, I think I, or I said a quote in the book of something like, um, and I might get it a little wrong, but something like, you know, anyone can support someone with words, but when those words are attached to, um, when those words are attached to pain, and suffering, then it becomes a whole nother level of support. Right. And that's what my wife was, because not only did she just support me and tell me, like, yo, I, I believe in you, whatever. But her actions when I can't when I had a conversation with her of quitting my corporate job that we needed mm-hmm. so much. And she was like, yeah, I feel like you should be doing music full time as well. Yeah. Like that support was was beyond any words hmm. that she could have told me because right. that actions of her supporting and, and being like, okay, let's put a plan yeah, together that, yeah. for 10 months and pay off bills and uh, do away with things we don't need like cable and, and then get these meals together of like buying a whole bunch of grand meat. That's, and, what, that's so important. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a father as well. And I felt, uh, again, you got to read the book, but there's a story in there about fatherhood, uh, yeah. about something that you experienced that led you down that path. And I felt that in my soul. And I know a lot of people, <laughs> so, cause it, you you gotta provide. You gotta you like, have to provide. Yeah, and and that was always the thing. That was really the only thing that kept me from fully, uh, f- fully diving into my dream is because it's not just me anymore. Like but there's there's people that's that's uh you know that's my responsibility now. That's right. the intriguing thing though because that's the part that kind of made me scratch my head. Like it's amazing because usually when you have a, a moment like that, it makes you say you know what I gotta go this corporate world forget mm-hmm. that but you did the opposite so you know what i gotta chase my dreams man i gotta be i gotta provide for my family so mm-hmm. usually you would think that's when people quit the music industry yes. when they see that and they pursue corporate or whatever yeah but that's you, faith you, you did that's the opposite you, said, yeah. you know what i gotta take care of my family man i'm mm-hmm. about to quit this job yeah. right and this is like that's counterintuitive almost but you had the wherewithal to just yeah jump I, right in there. I, I think it, it 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 boils down to always me always being able to see things before it actually happened and i think vision us visualizing things is so important because I always saw myself being able to work with like a Kanye or Jay-Z. I didn't know how, but I could always visualize that. And I knew that if I uh, uh, took action and planted seeds and do all these things on in between the moment of me pursuing this and getting there, I knew that eventually I would get there because these small successes that I was having was basically just taking me to the next phase or the next step. It was basically stepping stones, right. you know, getting me to the next phase of my life. So I knew eventually I, I would get there. I just didn't know when, yeah. you know, so with me knowing that it's like, okay, for me to be able to fully, 
focused and concentrate on this dream, like I think now is the time. And I know that um, it's not going to be easy. Like there were some tough months. Yeah. You know, and there were some good months. There was, you know, I, I had at that moment, I had um, built up enough clientele on the underground selling tracks, you know, yeah. 500 here, 200 here. Mm-hmm. So you can make rent yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. for that month. Right. You know, so that was cool. But there were, but there were some months it was like, nah, nothing, nothing's happening. Yeah, it ain't right. no income coming yeah. in, you know. Uh, but you know, it it all goes back to my wife. She was still even in those tough moments. It wasn't like, nah, you got to go get a job. It was like, nah, you keep grinding. You got so keep, important. Keep grinding. Yeah, and, and that really put a battery in my back because it's like, okay, now I have to really go hard. Well, and, and I, I I really respect that because even now, you know, that at the status that you're at and the success that you've had. You still got like five hustles, like you know, <laughs> yeah. legit beat music mm-hmm. based hustles. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you in the sound pack game. You, you know, mm-hmm. you have all of these different ways that you're moving. Like you now, you're becoming a speaker. Like it's mm-hmm. like these types of things are really important. So I think that that her standing behind you, man. Like that's that's all the difference you needed. Absolutely, I, you know, man. Yeah. And then then she's just like super hard worker. Um, she's the organizer, so she's good at mm-hmm. taking all of this, all of these things, and all this this whirlwind of events, and just putting together, putting them together, and making them make sense. Right. Yeah. You know, so we can actually maximize it. So, right. you know, that's her gift, and uh, that's one of the things I needed to do. Also, is involve her more in my gift, as opposed to you know early on, it was more of like she was competing with my music. But it's like, no, how can I involve her? Yeah. So she can feel a part of the dream, which she is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, she was definitely there with you uh, when you uh, worked with Beyonce, I think, in New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was some, some deadline stuff. And, and yeah. it was another one of those miraculous stories where you uh, were blessed enough to, to, to get that placement despite a few challenges. I want to mm-hmm. get into that after a quick break because we got to take a break. There and it we'll is. Right back and get into that. Yes, sir. This week's beat break is brought to you by Airbit producer Dak. Check him out on airbit.com. That's Airbit producer Dak. The title of this beat is called Dexter. Free game podcast. Yep. Hey, Dak, turn this shit up. to the free game podcast we're here with s1 getting into this great great book pray focus plan execute yes sir we we're just talking about um you know how you worked with kanye and that ended up getting you working with uh kanye and jay-z and then beyonce then you ended up uh doing business with rock nation mm-hmm. yeah and rock nation is so prominent you're doing so many good things now how was that experience and and uh how uh, did that end up going oh yeah yeah so uh yeah the rock nation thing was good it was um 
it I was able to um do my co-publishing deal with Rock Nation by uh building a relationship with Jay-Z and Ty Ty working on the Wash the Throne album. Mm. And um you know, I was actually about to do my deal with uh another publishing company, but then you know, I met them and they found out I had not signed with this company yet. And it was like, at least let us put an offer in. And, you know, so I, I felt like that was a little bit more uh, authentic going with them because I had built a relationship. And then the other company was basically built on a song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Analytics. Yeah. Yep. And, and, it, and it was some other, um, other things that went on with that other company that, I already had like a, a sour taste in my mouth um, right. because it, it didn't go right. But then, you know, they found out I have a, a, a single about to come out and then they went extra hard. And it's like, yeah. okay, you're basing it on this one song. Like I'm, I'm, I want to partner with someone based on my, uh, a 10 year span, you know, yeah. a 15 year span mm-hmm. of, of catalog right. as opposed to just one song. Yeah. So, so yeah, I went with, with rock nation and rock nation was good. It was a good thing being a part of it. However, one thing I, um, found out is you still, no matter who you are, who your publisher is, who your manager is, what Got label you own, right. you still have to put the work in. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like it, it, you know, no one, no company or no partner or workers or, or whoever should work harder on your dream than you, mm-hmm. you know? And that's one of the things that, um, I'm glad I had that mentality going into that because it's like, I still have to get out of here. I still got to build the relationships. Yeah. I still got to plant my own seeds. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, they can still contribute to that and whatever they do is in addition to what yeah. I'm already doing mm-hmm. or what I'm going to do, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it was good. Good learning experience. And um, I, I got to learn about um, uh, song commitments on publishing deals. Ah. You know, which, I bet you learned oh that fast. Gosh, the, the worst. <laughs> you know, so it was that was another learning experience and yeah. just being able to to uh, thankfully get out of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So yeah, I, I learned a lot. Yeah, that, that's dope. Um, let's talk about your son. Okay. Like, uh, he's fire, man. Like, so how did you get him into production, or did he come to it? Because I know in the book it says that you know you things are better when people just want it. Like yes. it just kind of happens. Nobody forces Nobody, it on yeah. you. And as soon as I read it, I was like, well, I, I wonder, you know, what kind of conversations you had with your son to get him going. Yeah. So, so my son was uh Vaughn, uh, Vaughn beats. He was always around it yeah, and always in the studio yeah. at two years old or whatever. So he just kind of gravitated towards it. Yeah. So around age eight or nine, um, he was like, yo, daddy, I want to make a beat. Nice, you know, and I, I wind up putting um, a program on his computer, and uh, and yeah, he and I was like, give, I just gave it to him and let him figure it out on his own, right? And if he ever had questions, he knew he could come to me and ask questions. But right. I just wanted him to develop it and see um, if that's something that he was interested in, and he mm-hmm. was, and he took it and he he ran with it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I. I, I love it, man, because it's like y'all got this family. Like the whole family's <laughs> involved with getting to in the music business. Mm-hmm. Um, is it ever challenging? You know, like you know, are there ever times where it's too much music business? Too much? Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Um, one of the things I had to learn too is, you know, um, establishing that work-life balance. Yeah, because, that's kind of yeah, what I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah. that work-life balance is so important because. 
you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a super hard worker, and my wife's a, she probably works harder than me, right? You know, um, and yeah, we had to get to a point to where it's like, okay, you have to. We we all have 24 hours in a day, but it's how we divide that time up and maximize that time, and we can make time for whatever we want, whatever we prioritize. You know, so you know if we're gonna do eight or 10 hours a day work, make sure that you have the weekends free to, to be able to go out and do other things. Cause that's the important thing too, is I think doing too much of the same thing, you get burnt out easy, right? You know, and you just, you, you get tired of it easily. So you have to kind of step away and do other things to gain new inspirations to be able to come back fresh to those. So, yeah. so that, that was the importance of developing that life balance is making sure that we are all giving each other time, just family, but then at the salt, but at the same time, being able to prioritize time slots for work as well. Yeah, well, I, I really, you know, I I honor your career and your, you know, commitment to family. Um, it's a big deal because so many producers, so many guys, have gone away from becoming a record producer because they don't think they can do both. Mm. You know, but you said some really magical things like number one, uh, inclusion. You know, yeah. when it came to your wife, it's like, yeah. you know, because we've all been there, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. many, many times in my life, you know, it was it it seemed like it was a ultimatum or choose. Uh, either make or a situation. Cho- yeah. yeah. And the truth is, you know, we most most likely that was never the case. It's just mm-hmm. what was I not doing to include a person or this, yeah. that and the third. And I just think that those things speak to people who have families or have, you know, um, you know, other people involved with what they're doing. Cause that, that's even applicable with like teams. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, cause yeah. like you might not necessarily have a wife or somebody that you married to, but if you got like a group of people who are trying to help you do something, mm-hmm. inclusion is super important. Super important. Because man. if you, I mean, I've been guilty at times of we going so hard, but I forgot to say something to somebody who maybe in a moment felt insignificant, mm-hmm. but they were super important. But yeah. if you don't take the time to let them know how important they are, mm-hmm. it could it could damage the situation. Yeah, and, absolutely. But also vice versa, if you do take the time to include them and just say things to them, mm-hmm. it could be the difference to make it go from absolutely. average to super crazy. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's what I'm I'm hearing this in your story, man. It seems like the the success was just a a, a team effort. Yeah, you know, and so always I, always been a team effort. Even until now, man. Even like. With um, you know, producers I've been blessed to uh, sign and bring onto my team, man. That they are so, and I, I tell them all the time, like, man, y'all, you know, I know y'all look at it like me helping you guys accomplish you guys' dreams, but you guys are helping me just as much Come as I'm on, helping man. you. I mean, and I, I know and exactly I, and what I, and you I feel mean. that's yes, so sir. important, man, and I never want them to feel otherwise. Yeah, that's dope, yeah, man. I, I was going to get into that next when we're talking about uh, team, teamwork, and, uh, and collaborating. Uh, a lot of your dope records uh, are collaborations as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite ones was, uh, I think it was the intro to the Eminem, Eminem Marshall oh, Mathers LP. Bad, bad guy. Bad guy, right? yeah. Uh-huh. That beat, the drums on there are so hard. So anyway, with collaborations, uh, how does that work? Um, do you uh, just sign artists, I mean, sign producers and collaborate, or do you just kind of look for people to collaborate with, or is it through like some of your sound kits? Like, how does that work? Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty much a, a collage of different things. Okay. Uh, as far as like signing producers, like every producer that I've signed, it wasn't just, Oh, I'm going to sign this guy. It's like, okay, this, ha- this person has talent. And then, okay, let me observe them for a year or a year and a half. And yeah. just to, 
you know, because I'm big on talent is everything, but I'm big on like character and integrity mm-hmm. and like how they're carrying themselves and what they believe in and their values. I'm so I feel like that's an important part. Of, like if I want you to be a part of the team and we're going to do things like all that has to connect and yeah. all that has to be. Absolutely. You know, um, yeah, it's it's important. So. um so, yeah, all the people, the, the guys that I was able to sign, it was always over a period of time. And it's like, okay, this is just a, a good dude. Yeah. And I want to be able to to uh, uh, provide a situation so they can be able to accomplish their goals. And that's probably been one of the most significant things that, um, that I've been able to do is just be able to see – uh, producers, uh, aspiring producers, get their first plaque or present them with their first yeah. platinum plaque. I think I just saw you saw do that, that too with, the, with uh, the Kamikaze record, with, yeah, uh, Longstar. So yeah, good. oh, that's yeah. my guy, man. Yeah, and he's just a good dude. So just to be able to do that, yeah. and get people their first Grammy noms, and just all these different things that you know, it's not about re- removing myself. Where it's not about me. It's like how can I be of service to others that's in need? Come on, and uh, and that was developed. Um. First Bob, just my personality and how I was raised, but it really, I really started to aggressively pursue, to pursue aggressively pursue that um, after the power situation. It was me and Ron Fest having a situation uh, conversation, and I remember him telling me, "Now that I've been able to bless you, it's time for you to go bless others." Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, and that one. stuck with me. So it's like, okay, how can I, with my platform, how can I be able to? Uh, have a, a lay a foundation for people to be able to accomplish their goals and their dreams. That's so dope. That's a good one. So th- that's kind of led me to these uh, the Eminem records. Like, like how does somebody? Because everybody wants to work with these top tier artists. <laughs> you go from uh, Kanye to Beyonce, Jay Z to Eminem. Like, who does yeah. that? Like, how did you end up? Uh, Gosh, that first, man. And then you, then you returned again with the uh, Kamikaze album. Kamikaze, yeah. And and, and I I actually have like. Yeah, the, six records with M on it. The Royce crazy. Record, yeah, the one? Royce record. The, the 50 Calib- Cent record. The 50 yeah. Cent record. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of, and that's crazy when I think about it because, you know, M was always always one of those uh, artists that I wanted to work with, but it's like, man, how do you get to an Eminem? Right. You know, so my first uh, introduction to him was through an A&R at Universal uh, named Manny Smith, mm. you know, and um, I, didn't, I didn't know Manny at the time, but I would always hear uh, people shout him out like, uh, 50 Cent would shout, man, yo, Manny. And he, 50 Cent started shouting me out in records. And I heard him in two records in an interview. He shouted me out. I'm like, yo, like, I don't even know him, but he <laughs> shouted my name out. Yeah. I did an A&R meeting. My my management was like, yo, go see Manny at Interscope, play him some records. So I went through, played him. And prior to this meeting, you you guys know how A&R meetings are. It's like you play them joints, they on their phone. They're like, okay, yeah, leave me these. And then you never mm-hmm. hear anything back. So. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking this is, you know, going into it. So I'm playing him joints, and he's like, yo, that's dope. Say that for me. And then I played the bad guy record, and he's like, yo, M needs that. And, you know, at the at the moment, he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, he was like, put it on the flash drive. I'll email it to him right now. Yeah. So I did that. He sent it to him. And I didn't hear from him for a couple weeks. I mean, probably like a couple months. Mm. And then uh, one day – he hit me and he was like, yo, M is really feeling this record. Just put it on hold for right now and I'll keep you updated. And then uh, a couple weeks later, he was like, yo, they want the stems. M cut the record. So I was like, oh. Uh, yeah. So it was, one of the, it was one of those situations. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. One of the themes in the, throughout the book is even back in your back in the day when you were waiting on uh, the BET audition, mm-hmm. like it's always you 
sent something and then a couple months later. Bro. You know, so it's like <laughs> Bro, the importance of planting seeds every day. Yeah. And 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 the, the action conversation. Yeah, we can yes. have that now. So I feel like that's probably the biggest thing that I took from your book was yes. the fact that like you made action. You yeah. took action. Yes. Every single time it seems like things that happened for you it was because you were prepared and you went ahead and did it. Something as simple as sending an email or just putting it on a flash drive and being prepared for it. Or taking the meeting. Like, or yeah, taking the yeah. meeting. Right. Because mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of the meetings, they just sit there, but you, just, oh, yeah. but you and, still got to go through the process. And right. I always think about that, too. Like, I remember even with the... Uh, the YBN Corday joint. Awesome. Get to that. I, I, I was in, um, I was in LA and, um, and I, he was like, yo, we're going to let's, let's link up today and, and get a session. But he never contacted me. And you know, when I go out to LA, cause I'm on central standard time. Yeah. Uh, I I'm tired early. So like right. eight o'clock, nine o'clock, I'm, I'm tired. So I'm in the bed. Yeah. He hits me around midnight. Yo, come through. And at that moment, I'm like, uh, I, I was, I was texting, Yo, what you got up tomorrow? Let's mm-hmm. try to link tomorrow. But I was like, you know what? Let me just get up and just go. I'll be like, okay, I'm on my way. Yeah. And then I wind up doing his single location ships Ooh. that night. Very dope record. How do you even meet YBN? I, I'm always curious. Like, I see you doing a record with this person. How do you meet these? Like, how did you? <laughs> uh, YBN was um, my actually my attorney hit me up. But I was I was on to him on the YouTube videos, but mm-hmm. I didn't know him. And my attorney hit me up one day. It was like, yo, um, you know, uh, YBN Corday's big big fan of your record. Do you guys want, you want me to connect you with you guys? Um, so he wound up connecting us. And we just started talking and sending beats. Yeah, back and forth, he was cutting records, sending them. And, you know, he started working on this album. He invited me. He had rented this crib out for like a couple of weeks. He invited me. I went out there, stayed with him for, you know, three or four days. That's dope. And, uh, and man, he's just, he's different. Yeah. He's different, man. His mindset at his age, he's beyond a lot of people right now. Yeah. The way he thinks. That's dope. You know, so it's it's great to see him having the success that he's having because it's like, okay, by having conversation, I knew it. I could see it. Yeah. You know, and then he's he makes great music as well. So yeah. um so yeah, it's crazy how like we were saying, the taking action point part is um it's 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 a requirement. Yeah. It's it's a, it's mandatory, man. Yeah, but and, so, man, so many people blow it at that so one, many at blow that it. point yeah. right there. It's like a- absolutely, oh, yeah, man. I've I've done, I've blown it before like that. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, they told you to send an email. All you had to do is send it. Yeah. I, I never forget, man. I got a call from um, uh, uh my man with uh, that. Jeez, I'm blowing it right now. Uh, <laughs> out in L.A., um, we had him on the podcast too. Who was uh, Swifty? No, Locus. when I went to work, when I went to work with Game, oh Stackwell, oh Stack, Stack. yeah, my, my guy. man, my yeah. brother, yeah. That's so, my guy. so Stack goes, um, one time he hit me up, man. He was like, I thought he was just playing with me, man. Mm. He's like, bro, send me some beats, man. I'm going in with uh with uh Kendrick. Yeah. Oh no, now Stack don't play. He don't play, no, that, man. You know, that and, was, they was managing me for a few years back. They're the ones that get uh told me to go to Manny. Oh, that's yeah, dope. Yeah. yeah that, so yeah, so up, yeah, you already know what's uh, up. So yeah, yeah, they don't play, man. He he bro, yeah, you you missed I out. I missed that, bro. So I there's been know, many a times where it's that like, yo, be and you I'm know, in with Kendrick now, send me some joints. You already or he'll know. be like, send me some joints for Kendrick and he'll send a screenshot of Kendrick like, yo, fire or, or right. this or yeah, so Yeah, and he in fact yeah. he did that. Like <laughs> yeah. he sent me a text from Kendrick saying 
what the hell is WLPWR, right? And he's like, bro, it's like a radio station. So he's clowning me. But yeah. but then and then you know uh, stats so crazy man. Afterwards he hit me when the album came out. He goes, "You ain't want to get no money." <laughs> like just hit me with that. And I was like, "That Bruh. sounds so stat." That sounds so stat, man. But big up, big up, stat big up and, stat. and DJ yeah. man. Yeah, no work, doubt, bro. for sure. Love them guys. Uh, yeah, man. So I I agree with you on that. I think that um it's a testament to what's going on, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Gotta, action, gotta take action, action man. Not, always say nothing happens until we do. Come on, man. Yeah, nothing happens until we do, man. That's so good. So you, you have to make that action because the action is that bridge that gets you from what you're pursuing to the actual achievement of success. That everything in between that is the action. Hmm. And the planting the seeds and the building relationships and and the sending the emails and all that is the action. Is is that a testament to why your discography is so diverse? Because you know, you got YB and Cordae. I was looking in the in the back of the book where you got your, your discography. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know some of these, like the baby and, and this person, you know, Lil Zan, you know. Yeah. And then I think about Gladys Knight, yeah. you know, and the story about how you work closely with her mm-hmm. and how Gladys she trusted Knight. you. Yeah. Like, how did that That's, even come about? Oh, bro, so crazy, man. That was that was merely just somebody, um, um, a songwriter by the name of Avir, reaching out to me to do records. Oh, he just wanted to work. He was a fan. He was wanting to work, so... Wound up meeting him out in L.A. We had a conversation. He was like, yo, I, you know, I, I'm a background singer for Gladys. And, mm. man, she needs some new records. And I think you'd be perfect for it. So it was just a conversation of that and not really thinking anything of it. Um, and then fast forward, he was like, yo, Gladys is see- – oh, yeah, I got a, I got a text – or not a text. I got a DM from Gladys uh, on Twitter. Mm, that's crazy, crazy. <laughs> Gladys Knight yeah, yeah, and it Twitter. was simple it was like yo S1 uh, it was like uh, I really love your music I look forward to working with you soon and I'm like oh so this is <laughs> this is real Yeah. so we wound up setting a session up to where uh, she didn't come down that time but it was like uh, Avir was like man let's lock in and do a couple joints so we can play for her to see if she liked it so they came down her, she, he came down a couple other songwriters um had some of my musician cats there at, at the crib, and we created two songs, played it for it, and she was like, this is the one. I want to come down. I wanna, I'm going to drive my tour bus down to your house and cut this record. Whoa. And that's exactly what she did. Whoa. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so she cut the record. Um, and then at, after that moment, I guess she was kind of observing, and she loved the record, and she was kind of observing, like, just my character and, and you know, um, you know, just th- those things outside of the music. Mm-hmm. And she was, we ha- we we would have these meetings or com- uh, these uh, conference calls, and she would always be like, "Man, I I just trust you so much. Whatever you want me to do, or however you think we should approach this record, or whatever, like I want you to figure it out, and I trust whatever you uh whatever you want to do with this. Sweet, you know. And it was a lot of pressure. Yeah, because it's like, oh, this has to be right. Right. Yeah. You know, this is this is history. <laughs> yes <laughs> this is history and um so it was a lot of pressure on me but uh you know thank god that i was able to deli- deliver the product and then you know just seeing everything come together she did she did this promo tour and invited me to come out so you know i'm i'm traveling along with her and we having these 5 a.m uh lobby calls wow. every morning in new york to go to the real or uh, sway uh, real sway in the morning and um, all these different shows and 
just to see her excited and, and, and doing these things was like, wow. Like even after all she's accomplished, she's still, still in excited. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that. still excited and she still loves to sing and love to, to impact people. Cause that's, that's what uh, inspired me the most is just the conversations we would have, you know, on our way to the, to the show or, um, and just having these intricate conversation was like, wow, like yeah. this is actually Gladys giving me insight and, and, um, and giving me these, these, key, these glorious moments and these keys, yeah. uh, that I can take with yeah. me and have gems. forever. Yeah. yeah. These gems, <laughs> you know? So it was, a um, I'm so thankful for that moment. That's dope, man. So thankful. Not a lot of people can say that, bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the range though, from YBN Corday to Gladys Knight. Come on, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 like we were saying earlier, just a lot of planting seeds, a lot of collaborating. And um once I really once I figured out uh the taking action part, it was like, okay, uh, for instance, going back to like the Winter Fresh commercials, mm-hmm. submitting and um just putting taking the initiative of putting our first album out and seeing what that did. And so it's like, man, I want to just do a lot of stuff now. I want to plant a lot of seeds every day. I want to make sure I'm doing something. I just start doing it. And then, you know, things weren't happening right then. Like they say, you don't, the the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Come on. Absolutely. So it's like knowing that too, you know, knowing that, okay, some, some of these things, you know, may, you may not see it for a year or two or five years, you know, but just as long as you're consistently planting, you're planting a lot of good seeds and good soil, that at some point these yeah. things are gonna start to come back. That's right, man. And it That's was good and it right was there. certain moments in my in my life that were like everything would just start coming back, like, oh snap, this was from two years ago, or this was from a relationship I built five years ago. Right. And um and once I figured that out, it was like, let's just let's just go. Yeah. Now you got a method. This was method, it? yeah. Yeah, that's really dope. So so these days, um, what are you inspired to do as far as production? Do you like to just still like make beats from scratch? You know, do you just get on a, uh, I don't know what software you like to use. Like do you, or do you just bring in musicians and kind of, or just have your producers send you something to work I, on? I, I, all of the above, okay. all of the above. I still, I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still in love with the process of making music. So I still make music, but then I have guys sending me stuff, sending me ideas. And it's like, Oh, I want to mess with this. I want to mess with these two. And then I, I'm able to uh, start ideas and be like, yo, finish this, uh, finish this record. Yeah. So it's like a whole bunch of different ways and a di- whole, whole bunch of different um, approaches in my, uh, to my process yeah. of how I go about doing it. What do you like to use now? Do you like to use uh, certain software? Do you still work with hardware? Yeah. So I use, um, I bounce back and forth between Ableton FL and Studio One, mm. and the reason is because I get bored. I, I start to get bored with one because it, my creation process becomes very template based when I'm working with one because I'm doing the same thing and taking the same approaches. So when I'm flip flopping or or you know, it kind of giving me a new yeah. approach and yeah. it's like fresh when I yeah. hop into it because it's like some certain things I don't know and I like that. Because right. it's like I'm able to figure things out, and I may stumble across across something, hmm. you know, in the process of trying to figure it out, yeah. you know. So that kind of gives me different yeah. vibes, yeah. You know, that's dope. Because I mean, I'm I'm efficient on several dogs, but I never think that like it's like once I retire from one, I just go to the next. I I don't really yeah. go back. 
And, and, I, and I, it. I, I do, I, like I do believe in mastery of something too. Yeah. You know, so I, I know, like I'm, I'm, I'm starting to know Ableton, um, you know, to where I can do anything yeah. on it. I love it. Oh yeah, I love it. You too. know, yeah. FL. I can. I've made created things in it, uh, but I'm not just just not like mm-hmm. have mastered it yet. Yeah. Because I don't work in it all the time. Right. And Studio One, I've worked in Studio One enough to know that I can, I can yeah. do pretty much whatever I want to do yeah. in it as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to start implementing that because I'm 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 a Jedi on 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 Logic and on Ableton. Now. Oh, okay. So, so it's like I kind of want to. I miss some of the things I used to do in Logic, but Ableton just yeah, happens to Ableton be where I'm at amazing, right now. Yeah, man. I love I'm, it. I'm big on in my creation process. I'm big on sound design. Yes. And sound manipulation. Yes. And Ableton, and Ableton is, is perfect is king for, for that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's another thing. Uh, you know, I, I we're not gonna keep you too much longer, but uh, sound design, man, like that's like you, like one of the forefathers of that to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I was checking out the kits and you know getting stuff from you a long time ago. Um, are you still into that? Are you still like? Uh, I, I am. I haven't been putting um, a lot of kits out late lately yeah. because of everything that I've been that's been going on in my world. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I have moments of like, man, let's. I don't want to make any beats. I want to create. I don't want to create any songs. Let's mm-hmm. just create sounds. Yeah. You know and um. And big ups my man's ill mind because he's the one that that put me on game yeah. on that. You yeah, know, yeah. just me, literally us together. And he was like, man, you need to, you need to, like, your sounds have always been dope to me. You should mm-hmm. do this. And he literally walked me through the process of setting my site up, yeah. my store, giving me ideas. Yeah. So so I always have to um, credit, give credit where credit is due. Yeah, so big, sure. up, big ups my man's ill mind. Man, we, we've been knowing each other since, like, 2002. Yeah, he's the king. Man. Yeah, he's got that. So, bro. Like, yeah, that man, is, and just just a good dude. And yeah. to see where he's at now, that's amazing because right. there was so many conversations we would have Plant, on the phone. Planted seeds, bro. He bro, been planting seeds for a long time. Bro, yeah. our, our journey has been crazy, man. I'm just conversations on the phone of like me telling him, "Oh, I may have this this placement," or or him telling me, "Yo, I got this this placement right here," and things not happening or things not working out. Right. And so, but us the 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 um the power of persistence and never quitting and just keep you know the power of just keep going right and never losing that love for it so to see where he is today now is like wow it's a true testament of being persistent man well, let's make sure we let everybody know where can they get the book yeah yeah so the the my my new book pray focus plan execute a memoir by s1 um it's available the physicals right now are available on my site symbolic1.com that's s y m b o l y c o n e uh, but also ebooks available on Amazon, Apple Books, I mine on Barnes iTunes. And, oh, you bought mine? Okay, okay, cool. That's dope. Um, Barnes and Nobles or any any digital book retailer that dope. is available. And then I have an audio book which I'm excited about that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. And I I'm excited because I narrated the book. Ah. Uh, and then my friend, my good friend Rhymefest narrated the about the author. Ah, that's for crazy. Me. Yeah, and then I have like compositions. Yeah, in between because I wanted to incorporate that as well. Fire, man. Yeah, man. Well, it's been a blessing, man. Man, yeah. I appreciate, it, appreciate man. you so Thank much. you, thank you guys for allowing me to come and use you guys' platform to, man, just have some really dope conversations. Man, bro, we got some gems on this <laughs> one, bro. Free game <laughs> for sure. Sure. Thank and we want to get you back in the future too because oh, absolutely, we can talk man. about a lot more stuff too. Yeah, we sure. can talk about a lot more stuff. I got, I have so many stories. I it's so many stories that didn't chapters that didn't make the book because I had to start taking away right to make sure it was uh you know 
Uh, readable concise. Yeah. and concise. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't get into Lecrae. It's a whole bunch of... It's Kurt a whole Franklin, yeah, it's a lot of yeah. stuff. Come on, man. So, so yeah, we're yeah. definitely going to bring you back. Thank you for coming man. and visiting us Appreciate here it, in man. Atlanta, man. This is a big deal. So, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of y'all, too, man, because I remember, like, this didn't exist. Yeah. You know, exist, years yeah. back. Right. You know, Absolutely. so, to, so to, to know your vision and know that you... But the action that you took to yes, find the place and, yes, the, you know, have a, a great team around you, like, that shows, that speaks volumes. Thank you, You brother. know, so it's good to see. I love to just see people, you know, just to live out their dreams and win, man. Yeah, man. We all can, we all can win together. Yes, sir. It's Absolutely. not an either-or. It's right. not an either-or either right. thing, man. Well, God bless you, man. And, uh, you know, we're going to see you again soon. Man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank Free you. Game Podcast. Free Game Yo, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Free Game Podcast. If you did enjoy it, make sure you subscribe uh, to the Airbit channel right below. Just hit, hit subscribe on the button below. Or you can go to YouTube.com slash Airbit. You know what I'm saying? If you're feeling the podcast, make sure you share it. Let your friends know. Also, there's an audio version of the podcast. Look in the notes below and you'll see where to subscribe to that. Yeah, yo. Free Game Podcast. Free Game Podcast.